Welcome to Head & Neck Innovations, a Cleveland Clinic podcast for medical professionals exploring the latest innovations, discoveries, and surgical advances in otolaryngology head and neck surgery. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Head & Neck Innovations. I'm your host, Paul Bryson, director of the Cleveland Clinic Voice Center. You can follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Paul C. Bryson. And you can get the latest updates from Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery by following at CLE Clinic HNI. That's CLE Clinic HNI. You can also find us on LinkedIn at Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology Head and Neck Surgery and on Instagram at Cleveland Clinic Otolaryngology. Well, it's that time of year again. It is a residency program application season, and today I'm excited and honored to speak with two of our current otolaryngology head and neck surgery residents, Dr. Lacey McGee and Dr. David Zimmer. Dr. McGee is a third-year resident in our program, and Dr. Zimmer is a fifth-year chief resident. So welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's great to be yeah. here, Dr. Bryson. Thank Exciting. you. Exciting. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedules you know, to, to come on and talk about our program. Let's start by having you both share some background on yourselves for our listeners, where you're from, where you went to med school, what, you know, what, what got you excited about head and neck surgery. Yeah. Lacey, why don't you go first? Sure. Yeah. So I'm from New Jersey. Originally, I went to Rutgers for undergrad and then did a seven year program to Robert Wood Johnson Medical School. I did a research year between my third and fourth years of medical school in orthopedic surgery because that's what I thought I was going to do. And then was randomly assigned an ENT rotation in the beginning or the very end of that research year. And I just, I loved, I loved all of it. I loved ear surgery a lot. I loved the anatomy I thought was amazing. And I just liked the, the way that, I don't know how to explain, I guess the personalities of the people I was with. So I was super excited to match here in head and neck surgery after that. Yeah. Wonderful. And you're not far away from the orthopedic surgery path still. Is that right? Oh, no. Yeah. My uh, my fiance is an orthopedic surgery resident at David <laughs> Clinics. <so. laughs> good. good, good. Uh, and my name is David Zimmer. Like Dr. Bryson said, I'm a, a chief resident here at the clinic. And I grew up in Indiana, northern Indiana. And then I went to med school at Indiana University. I did my undergrad at the University of Notre Dame, also with Lacey's fiance. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's, yeah, what a coincidence. Yeah. yeah. And then I actually had a little bit of a non-traditional path in between medical school and our undergrad and medical school. I went to veterinary school. And so I'm actually a, a licensed veterinarian. And then I went back to medical school. Some of the things that made, brought me into head and neck surgery were the, you know, the ability to make a huge difference in, in everybody's life and the ability to operate to do procedural work in clinic and to really have your hands on and to have something that you could fix at every single, whether it was appointment or, or surgery. And that was something that I kind of stumbled on, just like Lacey said. And once I rotated through with a couple of otolaryngologists, I, I saw just the, the broad path of everything you could do. And so, yeah, I, I did a couple more rotations and I was, I was sold. Yeah, well, you know, we were delighted to obviously have both of you join the program. And, and I wanted to see if you, I, I, it's a two-layered question. So, you know, going through the process of applying and interviewing can be stressful. Also, it's hard to, you know, to figure out when you're going around, you know, what's the program really like? How, 
how do the residents and, you know, how do you interact? It's a five-year commitment, right? So it's a big deal. So can you both, you know, share what was it about Cleveland Clinic that made you want to match with us? And then, you know, the flip side of that is now that you've both been here for a little while, what's it like? You know, what's it like to be a resident, you know, here and, and kind of how did your initial impressions kind of, how do they sync with your current, you know, lived experience, if you will? Yeah. Yeah. Lisa, why don't you, you start again? Yeah, sure. My interviews were all virtual my year. Cleveland Clinic was actually my last interview in February. And I had never stepped foot in Ohio. I never thought about it too much. I was excited for the interview, but I I think right away during it, I felt a connection, especially with the residents in the resident room. I think just seeing how they interacted with each other um, and talked to me was really special. Personally, when I was looking and I was interviewing, I kind of wanted to find an experience that would expose me to each of the subspecialties, like a good breadth of surgeries where where I went to medical school, there wasn't an ENT residency program. So it was a lot of outpatient general ENT kind of things that I had been seeing. So I wanted to see a lot of these more specialized procedures. And I also really wanted to find a place where I could get a lot of experience in the OR, see more rare cases. And I already knew that was true of Cleveland Clinic. So I, I think, yeah, I think those are the things that really drew me here was seeing so many staff and so many different subspecialties and then just seeing how the residents acted with each other and how they clearly had got to hang out outside of the hospital as well. So I was nervous about coming so far from home, but I've loved every single day of living here. That's great. You know, I, it's funny, we, we probably pick up on some of the same things and I think it brings a lot of the same type of people here to Cleveland Clinic. And when I came on my interview day, I actually, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't very familiar with Cleveland in general, and I wasn't very familiar with the clinic outside of, it had an incredible reputation nationally and internationally. And so I was, I was honored to get the interview. And then when I came on interview day, I was so impressed with the residents who we met, you know, they were each incredibly impressive. And, and I spent a whole day here for my interview day. And so you spent a whole day with the residents and the staff and, you know, people I think can maybe fake being friends <laughs> for, for an interview for a, an hour or two, but it's hard to fake it for the whole day. And you could tell that these people were really good friends and the way that the residents talked to staff and kind of the friendships that they had, that was probably the single most important thing that, that I found impressive, you know, and then now Lacey and I have worked together for three years and I've seen the incredible surgeon and resident she's kind of grown into. And we've had a lot of late night calls and emergencies together. And that makes you proud looking back on it from, you know, my fifth year. I remember what it was like being a junior resident. And now looking back as my fifth year, I see kind of how far I've come and I, it makes you excited seeing how far your junior residents have come as well. Yeah, you, you, I mean, it's, you know, on the, on the staff side, it's really cool to see how, you know, to see the growth, like you mentioned before, I mean, simply, you know, taking call and consults with people and and seeing that evolution on the junior resident side, but then in the senior years too, it's really, it's really fun, you know, on the education side to see, you know, just how ready you are when, when it's time, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. But, but, (laughs) but still, but still learning, you know, uh, when we're on call and having, like you said, difficult cases or unexpected things. And, you know, it's, it's been great to see both of your growths. I mean, it's, it's cool. I wanted to ask, you know, so for maybe the medical student who's listening, yeah, you know, you've shared some, you know, uh, your sort of experiences here, any other highlights of the program you know, I, we have a lot of growth. I mean, I think yeah. that's one thing. And 
you know, and we have a lot of depth in all the subspecialties. Mm-hmm. But any other, you know, personal highlights or other highlights that you want to share with a student who might be listening about the program? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, so Lacey touched on it, you touched on it, but I really don't think you can can understate how important it is to have multiple surgeons from every single subspecialty within otolaryngology, head and neck surgery represented. And so we all, out of all of the different subspecialties, we have multiple surgeons on that team. That means you get to learn from the best of the best people who are subspecialty trained and fellowship trained. And when I look at the people who've come through here, you know, we've had a broad range of people going into every single subspecialty. And over my five years, I watch each of our chief classes match into the fellowship that they want, their number one choice, almost without exception. And really, if you're a medical student and you're looking at what's the end goal, what do I want to do, who do I want to be like, then, you know, this is a place that's going to set you up to get the fellowship that you want and to get the training that you want, no matter what the area is. And so I think that's one of the things that makes this special. But then Lastly, you know, I'm on call this week with Dr. Fritz and he's a good friend of mine. And, you know, we go to yoga together and paddleboard and, and it's so fun to be on call doing, you know, really meaningful work with a mentor and a colleague who you also consider a friend. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah. (laughs) I would echo a lot of what David is saying. I think Cleveland Clinic is special. We do have so many incredible, renowned, big names in the field, surgeons, and it was amazing to me how invested they are in our education. I feel like every single one of them really cares that I'm learning, that I'm improving over what they've seen. And it encourages me a lot to work harder, study harder, to keep improving and showing them that I am as invested as they are in my education. Here, I also think the the operative experience is incredible. There's almost never a lack of ORs to scrub into, to help out with, to learn from. And it's kind of cool. There's this sense of camaraderie, especially with the residents, but even with the staff that is really special. I've seen a couple few light, late nights where I see all of my co-residents coming in from other sites and we all work together and help each other to get these ORs finished, to help everybody get home on time. It's it's amazing. It's amazing for patient care and just for overall morale. And then also kind of what David was saying before, but I think I saw really early on what a great senior resident looks like and how I hope to be one one day. I can always, always rely on any of them for help with call questions or extra hands in the OR. And I think the way that our staff teach us kind of trickles down so that my senior residents are comfortable teaching me in the OR. And there's even situations I feel comfortable teaching residents who are junior to me on call. It's it's really cool. It's just a it's an attitude here where we're all teaching each other, we're all learning, and we're all striving to be better. And it's really amazing. I wanted to touch base a little bit about living in Cleveland. Yeah. You know, like you know, so David, you had a more traditional interview day. Lacey, you were in the you know in the virtual visit sort of zone. So, as non-native Clevelanders, what's what's this place like to to live, get to and from the hospital? you know, strike that balance when you're not at work? Yeah, so I live downtown, so it takes about 10 minutes to get to work. If It's a really easy drive. It was really, it wasn't difficult at all to move here, especially, or where I live downtown, there's always a lot of stuff going on. So it's fun, especially in the summer. We have several different sports teams during the year who are playing, and then we have a lot of concerts that happen. We have a big concert center near near where I live. And then 
I, I really like to run at Edgewater Beach. It's a, a beach area with sand and a park, and it's really pretty, especially in the summer, but it's also really pretty in the winter. Personally, personal goals outside of the hospital to find like the best pizza place in <laughs> Cleveland because I, I know so many good ones in New Jersey. So we're still working on that, but it's it's a fun journey <laughs> that I've been doing. And then there's just lots of restaurants. Always fun to hang out with your co-residents who are in your own class in ENT. And then also you meet so many people in other specialties, especially in intern year. So it's fun to go out and hang out with them, go bowling, restaurants, go to the zoo, things like that. There's there's never an, an endless, there's endless things to do there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I could probably, we could probably, could probably have done the whole podcast on just this question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After living here for five years, one of my best friends and good buddies, he's a co-resident, Cash, he said, Cleveland is a great place to train. It's an incredibly great place to train while you're, or to live while you're a resident. And I think it's, you know, it's affordable. Three out of the four people in my class bought a house during training, you know, and over half of the residents own their house. I live about six minutes from a six minute drive from campus and I can get here though in three minutes if it's an emergency. Safely. Yeah, safely. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but I have a house. I have three dogs, a hot tub, you know, it's, uh, I, did, I didn't know that. Yeah. The hot tub was I, an addition. I, I hadn't, I hadn't been days. invited, um, <laughs> for this. So that's good to know. Yeah. Good to know. But that's, it's, that's not, you know, it's not an anomaly. A lot, almost everybody owns their place. And like Lacey said, we have really good friends across all the different specialties. We, and there's other good training places here as well, you know, University Hospital and Metro. And we do a lot of combined events, you know, the Halloween party that all three hospitals throw together. It's over 3,000 trainees in one place, which is just <laughs> raucous and fun. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a great place to make friends, new friends, to, you know, really invest in your class and your program, but also to meet people from all walks of life. And then, the things that you can do here is, is just an endless limit or there's an endless number of things that you can do here. And, you know, I've been to a football game, multiple baseball games and a basketball game in the last year, sat second row for a, a concert. I think you might have actually gotten me the tickets. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> but, and that happens a lot. A lot of our staff have box seats for games and they hand them down to residents. And, you know, I live right across the street from a park where I, I, I run almost every single day, you know, they did the ultra marathon there and it's mm -hmm. literally a quarter mile from my house and which is also then just three miles from campus. So, you know, everything's close, it's livable and it's such a wonderful place to live while you're a resident. Yeah, I, f I feel like it's a bit of a, of a secret even, you know, we've been here for about 13 years and there's really no shortage of things and, and it's so accessible, right? Yeah. Like it's not, you know, if it's a, if it's more than a 25 minute drive, you know, it's, it's kind of like, oh, uh, you know, what's going on, <laughs> yeah, right? Like the, the traffic isn't really an issue here mm -hmm. uh, for the most part. And I mean, there's so much to do, particularly on the, on the activity side, like the park system. Yep. I don't think people appreciate that haven't been here what the, what the parks are like. Yeah. Gorgeous. I mean, yeah, you, you take your family skiing, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like who knew you could, you could ski, we, you can, it's easy to rent boats and go out on Lake Erie. We go to the, the beach all the time. It's like, these are things that you don't really think about for a Midwest city, but it's all right around here. Yep. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's nice. I think particularly like when you're coming in and out of the hospital at different hours and things like that, it's nice to, it's nice to, to have that time, that extra time for when you can get home and, yeah. and hopefully like go do the other things that kind of round out the day. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, as we wrap up, you know, what what are some, you know, take-home messages for the, for our listeners? You know, maybe they're medical students, maybe they're residents, maybe they're friends and family. Uh, <laughs> what are <laughs> what are some take-home messages about the program or or even, you know, where you see it going here? I mean, I'm just so grateful every day to be a resident here. I hope that, you know, applying medical students will be able to just let's find the perfect match like I did. And I think, I think we have, like you were saying earlier, we have so much growth already. I think we're just going to keep going up. Yeah. I mean, it is an exciting time. You know, we have an incredible chairman. We have, you know, such wonderful young and like innovative staff. And it's such a cool place to learn from, you know, and it makes, it's probably a testament to itself. A lot of people, when they train here, want to come back and work here. And the growth is evident, you know, and we're spreading the reach of Cleveland Clinic and the amount of people that we can help and the amount of good work that we can do. And it's, it's an exciting place right now, you know, and all the little things that you're going to ask if you're a medical student and you're going to interview here, all the little things you're going to ask about on, you know, interview day, those, those, we all also cover all those, you know, easy parking, easy living, great, you know, resident salary, things like that. But if you come and interview, you'll get to see the way that, and I would say just anywhere you interview, focus on the interactions between the residents among themselves, the residents and staff and the staff among themselves. And I think that's where Cleveland Clinic, even with all the other great accolades that this place has, that's where it shines the most is the human interactions and the way that everybody works together. Yeah, you you got me thinking too. You know, I think it's important for the for the applicants to know that, you know, while our staff and our and our program offerings are not static, there's growth. Right. There's refinements that happen in the residency program almost every year. Yeah. You know, we take the feedback and the advice that we get from you as you go through mm-hmm. the process. You know, our our program directors with Drs. Kaminsky and Osborne, we try to listen. You know, if we if we think about it as a continuous improvement process, you know, we try to do that, right? So, oh, yeah. You know, a new night float system this year. Yeah. You know, expanding the resident complement over the last couple years. Right. You we, know, we, we asked for computers, and they were like, "Sure, here's computers." The next year, you know, <laughs> it, all those kind of things. They expanded the book fund. You know, it's you're right. All the little things that we asked for, and Dr. Byrne said it. He he said, he said, "What can I do to make this place the best residency training program in the country?" We came up with a list, and he goes, oh, "Okay, done." You know, and, and and it's exciting and we're seeing it all kind of come to fruition right now too. Well, thank you again for both joining the podcast and talking about the program. Yeah. Happy to do it again, like anytime. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe, maybe in your hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> for more information on our otolaryngology head and neck surgery residency program, visit clevelandclinic.org slash head and neck residency. That's clevelandclinic.org slash head and neck residency. And to speak with our program coordinator, call 216-444-4949. That's 216-444-4949. And I also wanted to highlight our Instagram account at CCFOHNSResidents. That's CCFOHNSRESIDENTS. Dr. McGee and Dr. Zimmer, thanks for joining Head and Neck Innovations. Thank you so much for having us, Dr. Bryson. Thanks for listening to Head & Neck Innovations. You can find additional podcast episodes on our website at clevelandclinic.org forward slash podcasts. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, 
SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget, you can access real-time updates from Cleveland Clinic experts in otolaryngology, head and neck surgery on our Consult QD website at consultqd.clevelandclinic.org forward slash head and neck. Thank you for listening and join us again next time. Thank you.